And joining me with her take on those moves is Fahima Dia from Momentum Securities. Fahima, good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for your time. Afternoon, Alatanda. All right, so a sea of red on the JSE today, a sea of red in Europe. Um, a very, very volatile week in terms of economic news and market catalysts. And um, what are you seeing on your side and what are the reasons um, for some of the downturn that we're seeing on the markets today? Yes, so a lot of volatility, um, in particular yesterday on the markets. So we had some hawkish comments coming out of the Fed. And then, of course, Liz Truss's resignation. Today, the JSE has opened weaker. We have U.S. futures down. Uh, European and U.K. markets also opened lower. So it seems to be on the back of uh, concerns regarding a global slowdown and potential recession. Uh, the Fed say that they expect to hike interest rates further until inflation is brought under control and um, that there's actually little evidence to show that U.S. inflation has actually peaked, um, which means rates could be hiked uh, even more aggressively than they have in the past. And um, the market is now expecting the Fed to push the Fed funds rates up to about 4.75 percent by 2023. So we're looking at further rate hikes coming through in November and then uh, probably again in December. Yeah, and I think also that is reflected right here in South Africa, our CPI down to 7.5%, but still outside of our target range. Retail sales also depressed. Um, our, our picture isn't too different from what's happening in the United States. Yes, yeah, so um, we did have that inflation reading coming down a bit lower. So um, it slowed to about 7.5% year on year, better than consensus estimates. But what was quite concerning was that food inflation still remains very high. Um, it seems that the dip in the petrol price had contributed to that lower inflation uh, number. However, that's actually expected to reverse in November, given that our rand has weakened so much against the dollar. Um, so in terms of inflation, we're definitely not out of the woods as yet, I would say. Uh, we would need to still see a consistent trend of inflation going down uh, before the Reserve Bank will likely adjust rates. For now, um, we're probably still going to raise those rates further. In November, we're looking at another uh, rate hike of at least 75 basis points. And um, like you said, on the retail sales front, um, those numbers were released uh, shortly after the inflation numbers. Um, and that was actually down for a fourth month um, by about 1.8% in August uh, due to a constrained consumer that's uh, obviously really battling the impacts of high inflation and higher interest rates. Um, so the number was worse than what uh, the market was looking for and, and points uh, to the fact that our GDP growth could also be slowing um, given that household spending is a major driver of uh, growth in South Africa. Yeah, so um, quite negative for the economy. Yeah, I think it is just one of those um, global um, pictures. I think if you go into Europe, you'll see something very similar. But something happening in Europe, which you don't see often, is that um, political uncertainty in the UK that is now playing into the markets. Um, we saw yesterday after Liz Truss resigned, there was a short reprieve for him. But immediately after that, um, you know, investors then decided that this is still an uncertain environment and they're still not happy to back the, the, the pound or the gilts. Um, how long are we expecting this to play out for? Yeah, definitely a lot of volatility coming out um, from the UK yesterday after that announcement. So like you said, initially the market seemed to respond pretty well to it. So the pound was um, initially stronger and yields were lower. But um, it seems today the UK markets have opened lower. Um, it, that seems to mostly be driven by uh, the lower retail figures that have now been reported from the UK. 
Um, so we expect there probably will still be quite a bit of volatility, um, given that a new leadership will need to be appointed likely in the next week. Um, but overall, uh, our views are that it seems this resignation was probably positive for the markets and has has probably restored some credibility um, to the UK markets. But the new prime minister will probably have to do quite a bit um, to win back the trust of the markets over there. Um, so, yeah, it, it's basically a case of seeing who is going to be taking over the leadership and, and what happens with that situation. All right, we don't have much time left, but um, your stock picks is actually a whole sector. It is the mining sector as a whole, but it's also, most importantly, green mining. So just take us through exactly what green mining will look like. And also, um, Fahima, your top two stocks, the ones that you think these ones are going to benefit the most from the transition. Okay, sure. Yeah, so our focus this week has been on mining companies that are best positioned to benefit from that trust energy transition. So we've looked at those companies that will be responsible for producing these critical green metals required for use um, in electric vehicles, batteries, also in the, the wind and solar power plants. Um, some of those critical metals include the likes of your PDMs, copper, aluminium, and of course there's, there's lots of other ones. Um, I would say our top picks uh, to hold, of course for the long term though, would be Sabanye Stillwater, and uh, we also like Implants. That's our top two. Well, you're not, the, you're not the only one who's really into that platinum space. And I think um, when I was reading your notes, I thought, well, this makes sense why we currently have that scramble for RB Plat. It's because platinum has a bright future in terms um, of the just transition. But thank you so much, Fahima, for your time and for this report, hoping to get uh, my hands on lots more of these. All right, that was Fahima Adia from Momentum Securities.